Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. He's either going to be a Major League Baseball All-Star or he's going to be a Pro Bowler. He just needs to decide which one. Maybe both. The 3-2 fly ball, deep left field, back on the Jeffries and Stark, and it's gone! It's gone! It's a grand slam for Kyler Murray! following you for a couple of years now. I don't know if I've ever seen a bigger smile than you got right now. You're pretty fired up, aren't you? Yeah, obviously. I mean, it's a great opportunity. Something, you know, I've dreamed of my whole life, playing professional sports or having the opportunity for this to, you know, this day to come is obviously a testament to all the hard work, all the people in my life that have helped me. So it's, it's been good. He's going to run it himself. Skips out the side left. He's got room. 35, 40, 45, midfield, 50, down the sidelines, 45, 40. He might go. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, track wall. He's going. Do you know what you're going to do? Like, have you decided? Uh, well, I mean, I've already kind of, uh, as, as of right now, I'm going to play baseball. That's that's about it. The 1-2 to Murray. Hot shot at second. Off the chest of Jackson into right field. Martinez scores. Everybody else is safe. And it's 3-0 OU. If he wants to go play baseball after this year, then I'll, we'll wish him well and, and be happy for him. But it's uh, the ball's going to be in his court, and which is where it should be. He's the one that's done it. He'll run it himself over the right side. Has room 30, 35 outside 40. Watch out, 45. Makes a cut at midfield, and he's down in tech territory around the 45-yard line. Like a dart, a lightning bolt over the right side. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I can play in the NFL, but as far as, you know, giving it up, as of now, yeah, that's, that's the plan. Listening to those calls from Toby is crazy how quickly he could stand in the pocket on a passing play, decide to pull it down and run, run like eight, ten yards for a first down, slide, pick it up. It was all it would all happen in like a flash. Pretty incredible stuff. Uh Grand Slam. Yeah, he had that that spring whenever he was doing both. He had a pretty nice year playing baseball. Ten home he? runs, I think. Just hit under three hundred that year. Um, but he got drafted top ten based yeah. off. Was it potential. like number seven or something like that? Yeah, I think it was number seven. And if I, I'm going to guess with the athleticism, he would have he would have figured it out in pro baseball. Yeah. And this year would have been made Taylor uh, would have been tailor made for him. Oh my gosh! Since the bases are larger, <laughs> yeah. But instead, they want to. I'm going to play football. Yeah, they want to. I'm going to play football. You go play uh, football. That's great. Yeah, that's um, that's awesome. I mean, there. I don't know how many guys have. I mean, there's been plenty of guys be drafted in both football and baseball, but there's probably uh, you can count them on one hand. Guys that have been drafted top ten in both. Um. Yeah. Where was John Elway draft? John Elway was definitely drafted top ten in the NFL draft. 
Who drafted him? The Yankees, I want to say. When, didn't the I'm Yankees sure. draft John Elway? I can't remember if he was top ten or not, but like, we really don't have to go into extensive research on this. Right. I think your point holds up. There's not very many, if any, that have been drafted uh, top ten in both the NFL and Major League Baseball draft. Yeah. I and uh, like, well, looking at it now, did he make the right decision? Money-wise, yeah. it would sure seem so. Yeah, I think so. I, you never know. He's, he's making a ton of money playing quarterback in the NFL. Um, I, is he – he probably could have played 20 years in Major League Baseball should he uh, – if he would have, you know, made it um, um, up to the, to the bigs like I think he probably would have. Uh, it sounded like everyone always said that he just needed at bats, right? Like that's that's the one thing, just more more opportunities, is he just didn't play a whole heck of a lot of baseball, frankly, compared to other guys that are playing the sport. So uh, you have you have more longevity in baseball. I think you can have a a bit of a a healthier life, not always, but you know he's already he's already having the ACL surgery. So I don't know. I, I don't think there was a wrong decision for him if that is It was definitely the, the right decision it. to play that year of college football and oh, yeah. you know not to just get drafted and just say yeah peace out I'm not you know or or I think I'm going to get drafted high so I'm just going to concentrate on baseball he um his legacy even though it was a short career here it's it's secured forever man forever yeah. I mean to to have a a statue in Heisman Park, man. That's that's as good as a of a legacy as you can have with with OU football. Yeah, that's as good as it gets. Uh, people are telling us on the text line to keep an eye on the weather. Yeah. Eyes on weather, guys. That's in full caps. So thank you to whoever texted that in. Drew from Flower Mound just left Sam's Club, and the lady at checkout said we're in a tornado watch. Well, there you go. Uh, which, by the way, Smellway was drafted by the New York Yankees in the second round of the 1981 Major League Baseball draft, 52nd overall. Six spots ahead of uh, Tony Gwynn. Mm. Tony Gwynn draft picture checked out, mm -hmm. huh? That one, right. that one was a nice selection there. says here that Steinbrenner uh, aggressively sought out Elway, wanted him to start at right field. Uh, Camo Sooner, I can remember years ago going to an OU baseball game and seeing Brandon Jones come sprinting into the stadium, coming from spring football practice to play in a baseball game against Nebraska. Yeah, Pretty he was cool. an outfielder, right? Yeah. Did you guys give him uh, a little grief about missing some of those uh, off-season workouts to go play baseball? Yeah, I thought it was crap at the mm -hmm. time. You wanted to go play baseball as a pinch runner or something like that? No, I just – I. I was uh, always constantly upset at people who mispractice, whether it be injury or uh, whatever it might be. And, yeah, I think you could boil it all up to jealousy, right? Of course, yeah, going through that crap and someone else gets to go play baseball, go do something fun instead. It's like, no, 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 no. You stay right here and you be <laughs> miserable like the rest of us, Seriously. okay? <laughs> uh, was anyone else a two-sport star during your era? I remember Chucky Caulfield playing baseball. He wasn't on the football team at OU, but he did play football at Ada, correct? Was yes. Chucky Caulfield a yep. really good football player for yep. Ada? Uh, sister was a great basketball player. Um, Lanisha Caulfield, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other um, – oh, gosh, why am I drawing a, a blank? We had, the, we had a couple of track guys. 
Oh, um, DeBrian Blanton. DeBrian Blanton and Moses Washington ran. I think he ran the 800. He's a little bit older, but uh, few. There were only a few. It's rare to be able to be really difficult too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's a lot easier to do it if you're a skill position player. If you're a yeah. wide receiver or a running back, um, I think a quarterback is pretty difficult too. But yeah, man, if you're trying to be a backer or you know a safety cheated type of guy, that's that's pretty that's going to be pretty tough. At yeah. least here, it is tough. I, I, I backer would be really difficult. I know that. Jack Del Rio played catcher at Southern Cal while he played on the on the football team, so it's happened. Um, yeah, it's it's not easy. It's it's incredibly difficult as as advanced as everything has become. It just requires more and more time to be able to keep up with everyone. I I can't imagine spending half of your time at spring football practice. And then having to go out and face a pitcher that throws upper nineties with a killer slider, oh off speed stuff. Like I, I feel like you would have to work at that all day, every day to be you able know, to even sniff the ball. And, and both of these sports probably work hand in hand. That like baseball is such a game of confidence, and I'm, I mean football is too, man. Especially right. when you're trying to mentally be there with your responsibilities. But if you have a bad football practice and you're mentally not where you're supposed to be and not making plays, I bet that that totally carries over to baseball. If yeah. you're not, you know, not having a great spring or not having a great practice and you try to go to a baseball game after that, like you kind of have to be good at both of them to make that work, confidence yeah, no, wise. That's true. It's difficult. Kyler pulled it off, um, you know, as quarterback flawlessly. I I would like to hear. Like uh, truth serum, what Lincoln thought at the time with his upcoming starting quarterback. Oh, he probably also didn't love playing it. baseball, but I mean, you know, it's a great opportunity for him. You, there's not a whole lot you can do whenever you have a guy that's as athletic as him. And well, then remember he got hurt playing baseball, with like a hamstring. Right? Yeah, was that the year yeah. before, or is it? I think it was the year. year um, I don't. Well, that's actually I don't. Is that the Big Twelve remember. championship? Wasn't or the Big Twelve tournament? Maybe, wasn't it? maybe. Regardless, I'm sure he didn't love that. Yeah, Chucky was one of the best high school football players I have ever seen. Pretty special. That's from the nine one eight. There you go, Ada. That's when that was back when Ada had a run of guys oh, coming out of coming out of that place and I don't know if they I feel like someone told me that they have a a good coach there again and are maybe uh finding their way back a little bit I I hope so because it would be nice for and I'm not saying that these towns aren't putting out kids anymore they are but Ada for a while there man I mean they are putting out some high level athletes Ardmore would be putting out uh, a couple high level athletes Lawton Lawton is the one that's really dried up and I don't Mm -hmm. know why that is I was having a conversation with someone yesterday oddly enough Brian Vineyard our owner and we were trying to think or I I don't know like is the base out there is it housing less people than it was but Lawton kind of was if you wanted to find a big-time athlete in the state of Oklahoma yeah go to Lawton High or Lawton Mac or Eisenhower because you're your football basketball you'll you'll go find some kids out there yeah just Hadn't felt like that's been the case there recently. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's um, you know you still feel like the Tulsa area, um, a lot of the hotbeds have remained the same. You know they just 
have maybe moved outside of Tulsa a little bit to Bixby, which, you know, 15 years ago or maybe not even that long ago, you never would have expected. But here they are. And, you know, miraculously, there's all of a sudden a bunch of great athletes in the town of Bixby. It's just shocking, yeah. right, how that happens. Yeah, I guess you have to say the uh, the, the kind of the hot spot of uh, football prospects in the state has to be majority in the Tulsa area, right? Well, here's the thing, man, and it's frustrating to a certain degree, and I don't know why it happens like this. I've never really heard a good answer, but in Tulsa, in the Tulsa area, if you've got kids that are, and I know, I feel like the high schools are bigger. I mean, that's definitely a factor, but it's like everyone finds their way miraculously to the programs that have it going on in Oklahoma city. Everyone remains scattered. Yeah. Like there's not a, there's not a school where it's just like, Hey, guess who transferred in and guess who moved into the district. You say there's a lot of, uh, suspicious move-ins in the uh, Tulsa area. Didn't a quarterback like last year go from Union to Jinx or Jinx to Union? It it was one or the other. Yeah. I I may be wrong. Maybe that's just my – because I will be honest, I'm not super tied into it, but how else does Bigsby of all places all of a sudden sprout an unbelievable football They'll tell team. you up there, that's kind of where everyone's moving to. That's where Tulsa's growing. Yeah, I they're don't know. moving there because yeah. they've got a great football program. It's and, exactly what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to play for a winner. Uh, we Tulsans take great pride in knowing we beat the snot out of OKC teams. Boy, they do. Hey, truth. Nothing can be said, um, you know, in, in the alternative, that's exactly what goes Chris on. Chris Rich, Army standards got soft, so Army parents are softer. That's fact. Uh, this one from the 405. Lawton is trash, and people don't want to live there. Mass exit, and I'm from the surrounding area. Would never go back. LOL. Yeah. Well, I haven't been to Lawton in a, in a while. Um, take your word for it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, but hey. Tulsa, they've got it going on. Uh, they got some really, really good football up there, and they put out a lot of really good players. We put out some good players here in, in Oklahoma City as well, but they're it's more scattered around a bunch yeah. of different schools. Edmund Santa Fe might have a couple of kids. Carl Albert might have a couple of kids. Uh, Mustang will have a couple of kids. I just had Jacoby Johnson last year who was right. a four-star player. But, yeah, it's a little, a little bit more spread out for sure. Uh, by the way, I, I guess this is the big story of the day. Uh, we already have scoring going on in the uh, OU spring game. That's on Saturday, 2.30 on yeah. ESPN+. Plus. Current scoreboard update. Uh, the red team leads the white team 5-2. to two. So Is the red team – that's the offense, right? Red team is the offense. White team is the defense. Offense leads 5-2. to two. Right. Not because they've dominated them in practice recently, but because – the offense won heavily at a uh, wing, hot wing eating competition today. There you go. Which gave them four points, and so uh, that's why they lead five to two. So what's the what's the, do you know the schedule the rest of the week? Is there a practice tomorrow for the football team? They didn't. Pr- they practiced yesterday. They didn't practice today. I would guess that there's a practice tomorrow, and then you're off on Friday, and then spring game on Saturday. Doesn't that feel right to you? I it would make sense. Yes. Is there spring game their last practice, or do they have one or two after the spring game? That is a question 
I don't have the answer to. Hmm. I think it's their last practice, but I do not know that for sure. Um, that is a good question. I'll have to check on that. I'm guessing there's going to be opportunities to win points tomorrow, opportunities to win points on Friday. So even though the score currently sits at red team five, white team two, um, the score will look different once the time, uh, you know, we roll into the stadium at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Hey, a text came in that says it's their last one. Have no idea who that is. It could be, be totally off the wall. They're just throwing that at us. But someone has said it's their last practice. So. This is like Wikipedia. We trust yeah. everything the text line says. That's right. that's, we I do think not, that's how you have to approach it. I've said it a million times. We do not fact check on this show. But they do us, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you that much. Ah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'm not it's worried fine. about it. Uh, a few more. Uh, there's a much fewer number of 6A schools up here than OKC. That's why the athletes are scattered in the 405. Fewer, but quite a bit bigger schools, more concentrated in the 918s. Yes, that's true. But I'm also I'm also saying that in Oklahoma City, the good players don't congregate at the same place. Right? I, so you're saying Tulsa is basically now the modern-day NBA they just all yeah. team up and just try to go to a super team and win titles that way? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. OKC is <laughs> more like a Giannis and just trying to do it all on his own in a small market? Yeah. There's not like the there's not the program that everyone – I you got a kid that's going to be a good defensive lineman. I, maybe he should go to this program. And I don't know. Maybe it's not actually like that in Tulsa. It's just my interpretation of, of how it goes on. But it sure feels that way. Yeah, Teddy's just mad. Nobody wanted to go to Fort Gibson back in the late 90s. Are you kidding me? That's why they got stomped by Weatherford in the uh, state championship game. Yeah. You think Weatherford was cheating? Why don't you claim that they were cheating as well? Uh, that Wes Sims and Don Lee and the rest of those guys really were in the Clinton uh, district and just moved into Weatherford for it, high school years. It sure felt like they were cheating. <laughs> when they had about five D1 players on a 4A uh football team yeah all right quick time out more from the rush coming up final hour rolls on stay tuned is spreading and the ref army is growing keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true sooner fans and that's the ref radio sports network and worldwide crossing signs and warning signals and always expect the train at any railroad crossing go check out our full video and enter to win prizes at oli.org slash drive safe The playbook, I'm learning that, so I think I've, I've gotten a, a hang, handle of the plays and the terminology and all that, but um, Coach Chave, he just demands a lot, and uh, I think it's a really good thing because I've gotten better at pass rush, I've gotten better better at the stuff, like getting off blocks, trying to make tackles that you shouldn't really make, it's not your job to, but stuff like that is... What are you thinking about Saturday, like what this atmosphere will be like, or have you even thought about what you think Saturday will be like? Uh, I mean, everyone tells you about it, and I feel like I'm not really, you don't really notice until you come out here. Um, but you hear about it, you hear about how it's probably going to sell out or like there's 100 tickets left or whatever. Um, I'm excited though. I'm excited. The stadium's, stadium right now even looks crazy, so I can't imagine it. That's Rondale Bothroyd after practice yesterday. I guess there's rumors that it's sold out or only 100 tickets left. I haven't heard that. That's what he said. Did you not hear that? I'm going to play it again if you'd like. Yeah. 
Would you, is, is that a yes? You'd like me to play that again? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Let me see if I, it's probably right around here. I'm better, better at the stuff, like getting off blocks, trying to make tackles that you shouldn't really make. It's not your job to, but stuff like that is. What are you thinking about Saturday? Like what this atmosphere will be like, or have you even thought about what you think Saturday will be like? Uh, I mean, everyone tells you about it, and I feel like I'm not really, you don't really notice until you come out here. Um, but you hear about it, you hear about how it's probably going to sell out, or like there's 100 tickets left or whatever. Uh, huh, I, okay. I hope. Hmm. I just haven't heard that. Uh, better hurry if there's only 100 seats left. <laughs> yeah. Better get on it. I feel like um, I feel like there's more than 100 seats left, but I don't know. Um, I guess maybe it depends on what the um, – I'm looking at the website right now, and there's seats available, but I don't know if that's – Maybe he's in a marketing class, and he's using those expertise in the interview. They yeah. knew we'd play it. Only 100 seats left. Everyone's Everyone like, log, oh, in real quick. better go in and go, go bite some tickets. Man. I do think, though, that um, for for folks that are maybe on the – like, I don't know that necessarily the spring game is something that you buy tickets for in February. Right? I know some people do, but I imagine there's a pretty something big – my wife would do. Yeah, there's, there's probably a pretty big group of people that are like, I want to wait it out, see what the weather looks like. Um, if things look good, then maybe I'll pick up a ticket and go check it out. So I would imagine that you're going to get a lot of, you know, tomorrow, Friday, and maybe even day of ticket purchases. Unless you're out of state, you've you've made yeah. plans that yeah. you're going to be up here. And I think even Tulsa, like you're, you're mostly talking about Norman Moore, OKC, yeah. like that that area for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have to tell anyone this because I think we're all trained around here to know that when the sky looks how it is that maybe you take some precautions but be weather aware out there just just got to share some stuff that brewing is that what they're saying out there uh yeah we I guess you don't have it on one of the uh, weather channels in there do you well I do I don't oh. I don't well I know that they're following everything and watching it closely but uh yeah Keep something close by so you know what's uh, happening in your area. For uh, sure. From the 580, for years, Lawton had been going through the change of old school coaches retiring and then there's the word liberal in there. <laughs> New ones trying to navigate coaching and being PC. Maybe things will get better again in time, but wouldn't count on it. At least Eisenhower has Javon Harris, who went to MacArthur as the head football coach now, to give them the extra benefit of OU DNA leading the way. Yeah. I don't know. We'll so see. So we, uh, we've asked the question. The text line has responded. Lawton is soft, as uh, Kirby Smart would say. Yeah. Soft now. Yeah. I, I don't know. Don't know much about the area. Or the. It, I mean, it feels like it's been – I mean, it's not just a couple of years. It feels like it's been uh, uh, a long time Trying since to think Lawton's of the last big-time player that OU's gotten out of, uh, out of Lawton. Um. It can't be DJ Wolf. There had to have been someone since DJ Wolf, which is, who was in the same class as AD. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure there. I'm sure there's been a, a handful of guys. Uh, from I'm talking the about area. big time recruit. They yeah. had a uh, Dominique Whaley, who was a yeah. walk on running back. Really good back. Yeah, yeah. He was from Lawton, but he wasn't a highly ranked recruit. Ada hasn't had a lack of coaches. Ada has out of control rich parents. Says a text in the four <laughs> That's everywhere, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Another city that has dried up on talent is Muskogee. Wagner. Blame Teddy for that one. Well, a lot of a lot of Muskogee athletes end up going to Wagner. 
Um, Wagner is a very good yeah. high school football program. Very good. Yep. And that's what I'm talking about is on that side of the state, the athletes tend to find the programs that have it going somehow. I don't know how it happens, but um, it tends to play out that way. A bunch of Kevin Durant's is what uh, he's yeah. trying to say here without saying it. For, for the 405, imagine how good Norman would be with one high school. Allen, Texas has one. Bixby has one, and that is the best housing market in South Tulsa. Yeah. Norman would be better with one. I don't think that they would be Allen, Texas, what they've been recently yeah. with, like, Kyler Murray running around. But I uh, see your point. Yes. Well, here's the thing is if you do have one uh, – well, Norman won a state championship when they had one. 92, I think, is yeah. when they won a title. Uh, so not suggesting that they would again, but when you have one – you consolidate the players, and whenever you start to be good and competitive, the players from local area, again, miraculously end up in the school district somehow. Tommy says, men, you can say so many things about Lawton. I've been stationed here and or lived around here since 1996. My son played football and will graduate from cash next month. Open enrollment last few years and lots of politics. Hmm. Yeah. What a shame. Yep. Need Lawton back. I'm from the I'm from the Shady Five Eighty. If you get a chance to go to Lawton, don't don't go. <laughs> if you get a chance, Gosh. don't. A lot of Lawton slander coming Chickasha in. Chickasha used to have some dudes. Yeah, Stephen Alexander from Chickasha. Yeah, he was a dude. Yeah, yeah. That's really kind of about it from Chickasha. They had Kevin McKenzie, who was a running back at Tulsa at one point. Um, Tanner Reynolds was from Anadarko, right? Isn't that where he was from? Yes. Who spilt uh, something orange on your juice. khaki pants, orange juice, on your first road trip first at OU? road trip. <laughs> Not on the plane for 15 minutes, and he, like, leans his seat back in the most aggressive manner you could it. ever do, knocks my orange <laughs> juice over, all over my shirt, all over my, my <laughs> pants. I look like an idiot. <laughs> I'm sure PV didn't say anything about that either. What the hell happened? What, you never traveled before? Huh? I, well, I'll say it was the first. Uh, it may not have been the first flight, but. Well, it would have been the first the flight. that It would have been that. Well, did you guys take a bus or a plane to Dallas that year? Bus. Then it would have been your first flight that season. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, Kansas State. Yeah, yeah. that would have been your first flight that year. And that was your freshman year. Right. First flight, orange juice, all over oh, me. Gosh, I love this so much. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God. Please tell me Brent Venables ripped you for that. Please. I don't remember. Please tell me. Gosh, I, I need that so bad. I remember, I just remember thinking it's like every moment of every day there's there's just like one I'm I'm a split second away from hating my life. Uh, at any moment, it's like you sit down on the plane. It's like, this is kind of cool, man. Hey, it's big-time college football. You get on a plane. You travel up to play a, a top-ten team. This is awesome. Douche, you get water and orange juice all over you. Well, okay, back to being miserable again. This has been the happiest I've been all week long. <laughs> that says a lot about me. I understand it, but I can't hide it. It's the happiest I've been all week long. 
Altus used to have great teams. Yes, they played in a couple state championships. Okay. Remember watching them play J.D. Runnels his senior year at Carl Alberts. Carl Albert did, in fact, win that game at OU. They're still that, good, man. That was cool, too, is when um, it was around your time at OU, they used to play like 5A. I know they used to play 5A. I don't know if they did 6A. But 5A would play like their state semifinals at OU. I remember Chickasha, I think, beat Ada. Chickasha beat Ada and Brian Odom one year, and they played yeah. it at OU. Like, that was, that they was were awesome. Like the, they were by far the number one team in, like, the entire state, and they lost pretty early in the playoffs, right? And that, how that went down? Um, it's like the first or second round. Well, I, I think one year it was the semifinals to Chickasha okay. at OU is right, where I think it. it was. Off topic, but Lindsey Elam was from Chickasha also, 100%. Yep, she's awesome. Union, Bixby, Owasso are never going to split. It's like they are kicking Western butt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a – click on that. Drew from Flower Mound, uh, a text about the, the OU defense. Teddy, okay, you've talked about our defense and an even pass rush. Is it just as simple in that you're saying we need to do a better job of not overrunning to where we leave a big hole for quarterback to run? Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit, It's been a big frustration point with me that um, – you you got to have what you know some people i mean there's probably a bunch of different terms for it but um i've always called it a level rush you if you're a defensive end you try and get around the offensive tackle around the outside if you have to make a determination if you're going to be able to run around and get there and if you're not you have to stop and counter back inside or you just end up running yourself out of the play and, you know, you leave a, a massive gaping hole there. And I watched it last year over and over and over, nonstop. Fly up the field, leave a huge hole there. Quarterback steps steps up and out, has a ton of green to either run or throw. There has to be a – you have to coordinate between the defensive line on that stuff. You're going to beat a guy with speed, you know – like let the guy on the inside know to where he can make him maybe make a move to the outside as well to cover you. If you're going to make a counter and you're going to, you've been trying to rush around the outside and you're going to maybe use a spin move to come back to the inside. You tell, Hey, cover me. Right. Cause I'm about to come under. If you go under and get pinned under, well then the quarterback can just easily escape around the outside. So you have to coordinate your rush to where you have all four guys across the front that are trying to get there, but in a coordinated effort to where it's not just, you know, single guys rushing, doing whatever they want, leaving gaping massive holes out there for even bad quarterbacks to step How'd through. How'd you feel in those moments? Frustrated, mad? I'm just wondering how you dealt with your uh, potential anger that you had last year during those moments where it happened over and over again. Difficult. It's not easy to watch the same mistake happened over and over and over again. It just tells me that uh, we either got guys that aren't listening, aren't learning, or we're not, they're not getting it from the coach on the sideline and in the film room. And I'd be shocked to find that they're not getting it from the coach or in the film room um, because it's it's rushing the passer 101. You don't just fly past the quarterback. So, yeah, I don't, it's frustrating. I Hopefully we fix that. And the guy that we just heard from, Bothroyd, he's really good at, 
you know, knowing how to play those those things that you just have with experience. I'd be shocked if we saw him a bunch of times this year just running around the hoop, not being able to get there with speed, but getting pushed by and leaving a huge gaping hole. Uh, he had some nice things to say about Trace Ford, by the way. Brothroyd said he was hurt most of the spring, but literally the last practice we had, he got like 10 plays and had like four sacks. He's yeah. fast. He's easy to get along with, you know, all that. So it's like, well, he got yeah. 10 plays and had four sacks. Oh, okay. Well, Trace Ford. Yeah, you never know who he's going up against if, if, if it's his first reps and he's going up against the fourth team tackle. But the point is, and I've, I agree with this, I just, we haven't spoke much about him this spring because he, I don't think he's practiced at all. So until, I guess, just recently. So uh, if he's healthy and he's ready to go, he brings. Like he's probably like Bothroyd is he's nifty and he can get to the quarterback, but he doesn't have the tools that Trace Ford does. Yeah. Trace Ford would be the best, like true pass rusher that we have yep. if he's healthy and ready to go. So hopefully that's gonna be the case. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Couple of sex uh segments Whoa, left. Hey. Tune. <laughs> Football is what we do. This is the ref. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. Group, the gold standard of real estate. On behalf of everyone, uh... Thanks for making everyone's day with that slip-up going into the last break. Uh, yeah, as you can imagine, we've got some really nice text on that. Teddy had gas problems a couple days ago. Now it's his libido. 69% chance he's laughing. <laughs> That's right. How do you know I'm not doing that on purpose to get you guys all riled up out there, huh? If only I was I'm that. I'm going to use uh, that excuse the next time yeah. it happens to me. If only I could think that but far But your ahead. piranhas just waiting for the slip-up to happen and they attack on the text line. No, it's funny. That's, it's awesome. That's why I love those guys. They're awesome. No, you make a mistake here, you're going to hear – I can watch it play out in real time it's tough on the love. text line in front yeah, of me. Yeah, it's tough love from the text line. Tough coaching at times. <laughs> um, seriously, be weather aware out there. But is there anything more aggressive? I keep um, – like in weather terms, I keep seeing gorilla hail from our buddy Reed Timmer out there. Gorilla hail approaching Chickasha. Gorilla hail's got to be one of the more um, intense – severe weather terms out there yeah hail itself kind of is like oh boy then you throw gorilla in front of it yeah it's pretty tough is it is does it make it look like a gorilla pounded on the hood of your car is that what qualifies as gorilla hail that's as good of a explanation as i've heard yeah um the suck zone like dusty off twister used to say (laughs) Well, uh, you're getting some uh, live shots right now. Some hell is uh, falling around the area. So, again, folks, stay tuned out there throughout the evening. I guess there's going to be maybe a couple of different lines of storms make their way through. Ooh, yeah, that looks like uh, it's going to be. Yeah, uh, looks yeah. like we're all going to hit get hit to some degree or another. Hey, at least it's happening tonight and not on Saturday. High of 63, 14 mile per hour winds. Uh, Bothroy just told us there's only 100 seats left, so go get your tickets. <laughs> get I'm playing. not as optimistic about the spring game crowd on Saturday, but uh, I guess I'll let him have it for now. I'm still sticking with my 52,000 number I had earlier this week. 
What do you think? Um. Yeah, yeah. I think fifty thousand is. Uh, here's here's the the real truth. If we have fifty thousand people at the spring game, the lower bowl will be almost completely packed. Mm, yeah. Okay. That's that sounds right. Now, I see a lot of times whenever we've got people scattered pretty densely around the whole bowl, and it's like, hey, that thing's half full. No, 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 no. Half full means there's someone in every other seat the entire stadium. That's not what half full is. It's more of like a 25% full whenever you see it look that way. There's a big difference. So if we truly have 50,000 people attend, not a – not a posted 50,000. Like, if we have 50,000 butts in the seats, it will look impressive. So, if it's only half full in the lower bowl and it happens in the fourth quarter, today's attendance, 52,849. You're going to yell liar really loud up at the uh, up at the press box, at the PA guy? I, I may not say he's a liar. I may say that. That is a very, very generous estimate of the amount of people that have shown up today. Um, but the the feel is it's going to be a nice crowd. It's not it going to go be. from 70-plus thousand to 8,000 people are there. I it, just don't think that's going to be the case. It should be good. We've got plenty to see. You've got um, – we've got a quarterback controversy on our hands. Right, do we really? No, I don't think we do. But – uh, you go, come watch a five-star play and perhaps play really well. That's what a lot of people are going to be talking about. And why not see a guy like Jackson Arnold in his first opportunity uh, to take the field at Oklahoma in front of a bunch of fans? That could be could be something really noteworthy. Plus, like we've talked about, Kyler, I, I know it feels like it's just another year around here when you're unveiling a new Heisman statue. It's become something that's – a common occurrence here, but it's really not. It's an historical event. We don't, we never know. It may be 50 years before we have another one. Jeez, 50? I'm just saying, SEC you don't know. It's going to be rough. Dang. It, you just don't know. It, you know, it could be, I mean, even if it's 10 years, that's a long time. 20 years. We've, is we've a long totally time. taken it for granted. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's no doubt about that. 100%. I mean, how long was it from Billy Sims to Jason White? Um, was, well, it, was it 79 that Billy won or 78? Is it 78? So you're talking 25, like, 26 years? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, no, it was for sure. Because so, they didn't win one in the 80s. Not, yeah, yeah, that's right. So you just you never know. You never know whenever that had to be their longest span without a Heisman Trophy in program history since their first, right? I would think so. Vessels in the what fifty five ish or fifty six, and then Steve Owens was what sixty nine. Yeah, so so like your longest Heisman Trophy drought in school history is three to four. Well, I well it was. I'm talking about years. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't think that they're going to go close to 30 years without having their next Heisman winner, but I guess you, you just never know. You never know. You never know. It may be two years, but you just never know, and that's why uh, when you have something like this, you got Kyler Murray here. Um, show up, check it out, see what it's like. 
uh, be cool to take your kids, say that they were there the day the statue was unveiled. I mean, it's a good, it's an awesome opportunity. So for fifteen bucks, it's a good opportunity. Yep. Steve Stutzman says sixty-one thousand two hundred forty-three. It's a very nice guess, Steve. Into the sixties. Six, if if they're like I was saying, sixty-one thousand people there. I uh, you are, you're jam-packed in that sucker. I mean, it's not a sellout crowd, but sixty-one thousand is a lot. If Steve is right, let's say Steve's right. 61,243. That would mean of the remaining Big 12 schools, once OU and Texas leave, OU spring game attendance would be the biggest crowd of any uh, Big 12 team, like even during their regular season crowd. Wow. How about that? That's pretty impressive. If if that's not right, it's only about two or 3,000 off. What's the name of Colorado Stadium? Folsom Field. What's Utah's? Rice Eccles Stadium. God, you are pathetic. Yeah. All right. Hey, I mean, if you want any others, I got nine minutes here. <laughs> that is so... Why Colorado and Utah? That was I don't two know. random ones. I don't know. I just it, Teddy it... feels defeated. He he's got to take a break. I was just trying to go as random as possible, and what <laughs> you didn't even break a no, sweat. No, I mean it's easy, man. I don't... All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We will wrap up the day next. Stay tuned. From Norman to Lawton to Weatherford to Oklahoma City to Tulsa and beyond, the Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. And when you're away, never miss a second with the KREF app.